हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्ण हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वी रीडिंग फ्रॉम कैंट वन चैप्टर नाइन एंड वी गोन कवर टेक्स सिक्स टू सेवन टूडे and the main subject of chapter 9 is the passing away of bishma dev highly highly elevated pure soul but before that we like to sing jay radha madhava जयरारधवा कुंज बिहारी जयरारधवा कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जन वाल्लिवर जय गोपी जन वाल्लिवर यशोरनंदन ब्रज चरंजनन यशोरनंदन ब्रज चरंजनन यमुनतीरवनचारी यमुनतीरवनचारी जयरारधवाहारी जयरार मारवा जय गोपी जन वाल्लिवा
Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivarajari Yashora Nandana Prajacharanjanan Yashora Nandana Prajacharanjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Radha Kalachanji, Radha Kalachanji Radhe. Jaya Jaya Jagannath, 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 Jaya Jaya Jagannath. Jaya Jaya Baladev 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev Jaya Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai Nitai Goro Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari Bol Nitai Goro Hari Bol Jai Jai Shishi Ravakala Chanji Dam Ki Jai Jai Shishi Prabhupada Ki Jai Gaur Pramananda. So this morning we are going to give, well, how would we say this? Statistics. And it's pretty much point blank, very specific.
specific on the passing of Dev, and it gives us an idea of how much Dev was admired and respected. And with each individual that's covered, as much as we can cover in the books, there is just a little information on each one of them. And my goal really was to do something dramatic. After each name or the presentation of each name, in our minds we're imagining they're right in front of us and they're coming into the assembly of the temple room. And after each one, the conch shell blows. So dramatic. But just imagine that as we're reading. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Text 6 Arvata Narado Domio Bhagavan Bararayana Brihadaswo Bharadvaja Vashishoranuka Shutaha Now because we're going to do two texts, we'll repeat twice each one and then we'll move on to the definitions of the Sanskrit instead of doing it three times. Parvato narado domio bhagavan bararayana brihadaswo baradvaja sashisho arnuka shutaha vavishta indra pramada strito gatsmado sita Kakshivan Gotamatrischa Koshikota Sudarshana Vasishtat Indram Pramadas Tridogrisamadosita Kakshivan Gotamatrischa Koshikosta Sudarshana Parvata Parvati Muni Narada Narada Muni Domya, Domya, Bhagwan, the incarnation of Godhead, Bhadarayana, Bhadarayana, Vyasudev, Brihadaswa, Brihadaswa, Bharadvaja, Bharadvaja, Sashisha, along with disciples, Ranuka Shuta, Parashuram, Vashishta, Vasista, Indra Pramada, Indra Pramad, Trita, Trita, Gritsamada, Gritsmada, Asita, Asita, Kakshivan, Kakshvan, Gotama, Atri, 
Atri, Cha, and Koshika, Koshka, Atta, as well as Sudarshana, Sudarshana. The translation here is all the sages like Pavatamuni, Narada, Domya, Vyasa, the incarnation of God, Rihadaswa, Varadvaja, and Parasharam, and disciples, Vashista, Indrapamad, Trita, Samad, Asita, Kakshivan, Gotama, Atri, Oshika, and Sudarshana were present. And the purport here is Pavatamuni is considered to be one of the oldest sages. He is almost always a constant companion of Narada Muni. They are also spacemen, competent to travel in the air without the help of any material vehicle. Parvata Muni is also a Devarshi, or a great sage, amongst the demigods, like Narada. He was present along with Narada at the sacrificial ceremony of Maharaj Janamajaya, son of Parik- Maharaj Parikshat. In this sacrifice, all the snakes of the world were to be killed. Avatamuni and Narada Muni are called Gandharvas, also because they can travel in the air singing the glories of the Lord. Since they can travel in the air, they observed Draupadi's Swayamvara ceremony, and that's selecting of her own husband. From the air, like Narada Muni, Pavata Muni also used to visit the royal assembly in the heaven of King Indra. As a Gandharva, sometimes he visited the royal assembly of Kuvera, one of the important demigods. Both Narada and Parvata were once in trouble with the daughter of Maharaj Shrinjaya. Maharaj Shrinjaya got the benediction of a son by Parvata Muni. Narada Muni is inevitably associated with the narrations of the Puranas. He is described in the Bhagavatam. In his previous life, he was the son of a maidservant. But by good association with pure devotees, he became enlightened in devotional service, and in the next life, he became a perfect man 
comparable with himself only. In the Mahabharata, his name is mentioned in many places. He is the principal Devarshi, or the chief sage among the demigods. He is the son and disciple of Brahmaji, and from him the disciplic succession in the line of Brahma has been spread. He initiated Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, and many celebrated devotees of the Lord. He initiated even Vyasadeva, the author of the Vedic literatures. And from Vyasadeva, Madhavacharya was initiated, and thus the Madhava Sampradaya, in which the Gaudiya Sampradaya is also included, has spread all over the universe. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu belonged to the Madhava Sampradaya. Therefore, Brahmaji, Narada, Vyas, down to Madhava, Chaitanya and the Goswamis all belong to the same line of disciplic succession. Naradaji has instructed many kings from time immemorial. In the Bhagavatam, we can see that he instructed Prahlad Maharaj while he was in the womb of his mother. And he instructed Vasudev, father of Krishna, as well as Maharaj Yudhisthira. Now, going on to the description of Domya. Domya is, is described as a great sage who practiced severe penances at Utkochaka Tirta and was appointed royal priest of the Pandava kings. He acted as the priest in many religious functions of the Pandavas, samskara. And also, each of the Pandavas was attended by him at the betrothal of Draupadi. He was present even during the exile of the Pandavas and used to advise them in circumstances when they were perplexed. He instructed them how to live incognito for one year. And his instructions were strictly followed by the Pandavas during that time. His name is mentioned also when the general funeral ceremony was performed after the Battle of Kurusetra. In the Anushashana Parva of Mahabharata, that would be chapter 127, 15 to 16 text. He gave very elaborate religious instructions to Maharaj Yudhisthira. He was actually the right type of priest of a householder, for he could guide the Pandavas on the right path of religion. A priest is meant for guiding the householder progressively in the right path of ashram dharma or the occupational duty of a particular caste. There is practically no difference between the family priest 
and the spiritual master. The sages, saints, and brahmanas were especially meant for such functions. Now, we're coming up on the description for Vasudev, but he's also known as Vadarayana. Vyasadev, he is known as Krishna. Krishna Dwapanya. Dwapanya, Satvar, Satyavati, Sutta, Parashara, Parashatmaja, Vadarayana, Vedavyas, etc. He was the son of Mahamuni Parashara in the womb of Satyavati prior to her betrothal with Maharaj Santanu, the father of the great general, grandfather Bhishmadev. He is a powerful incarnation of Narayana, and he broadcasts the Vedic wisdom to the world. As such, the Asadeva is offered respects before one chants the Vedic literature, especially the Puranas. Sukadeva Goswami was his son, and Rishis, like Vishampayanyan, were his disciples for different branches of the Vedas. He is the author of the great epic Mahabharat and the great transcendental literature Bhagavatam, the Brahma Sutras, the Vedanta Sutras, or Bharayana Sutras, were compiled by him. Amongst sages, he is the most respect, respected author by dint of severe penances. When he wanted to record the great epic, Mahabharat, for the welfare of all people in the age of Kali, he was feeling the necessity of a powerful writer who could take up his dictation. By the order of Brahmaji, Sri Ganeshji took up the charge of noting down the dictation on the condition that Vyasadeva would not stop dictation for a moment. The Mahabharat was thus compiled by the joint endeavor of Vyasa and Ganesha. By the order of his mother, Satyavati, who was later married to Maharaj Shantanu, and by the request of Bhishma Dev, the eldest son of Maharaj Santanu by his first wife, the Ganges, he begot three brilliant sons, whose names are Dhritarashtra, Pandu, and Vidura. The Mahabharat was compiled by Vyasadeva after the battle of Kurusetra and after the death of all the heroes of Mahabharat. It was first spoken in the royal assembly of Maharaj Janamajaya, the son of Maharaj Parikshit. The next 
attended. For honoring Grandfather Bhishma Dave is Brihadaswa. He's described as an ancient sage who used to meet Maharaj Yudhisthira now and then. First of all, he met Maharaj Yudhisthira and Kamyavana. This sage narrated the history of Maharaj Nala. There is another Brihadaswa who is the son of the Ikshvaku dynasty, and that's in Mahabharat. Vanaparva, chapter 209, four through fifth text. The next individual, and these are all highly pious, extremely pious individuals. So can you imagine Bhishma Dev is sitting Well, let's say he's laying on arrows. He is so important that he is receiving an assembly of highly elevated souls to honor him in his passing. We should be so fortunate to have a tenth of the attendees at our time of passing. This says a lot about Bhishma Dev. The next attendant again is Bharadvaja. He is one of the seven great Rishis and was present at the time of the birth ceremony of Arjun. The powerful Rishi sometimes undertook severe penances on the shore of the Ganges, and his ashram is still celebrated at Prayagatam. It is learned that this Rishi, while taking bath in the Ganges, happened to meet Gretachi, one of the beautiful society girls of heaven. And thus he discharged semen, which was kept and preserved in an earthen pot, and from which Drona was born. So Dronacharya is the son of Bharadvaja Muni. Others say, that Bharadvaja, the father of Drona, is a different person from Maharaj Bharadvaja. He was a great devotee of Brahma. Once he approached Dronacharya and requested him to stop the battle of Kurusetra. Next we have Pusharam or Renukakshita. He is the son of Mahar, Maharshi, Jamagdagni, and Srimati Ranuka. Thus, he is also known as 
Renuka Sutta. He is one of the powerful incarnations of God. And he killed the Kshatriya community as a whole 21 times. With the blood of the Kshatriyas, he pleased the souls of his forefathers. Later on, he underwent severe penances at the Mahamranja Parvata. After taking the whole earth from the Kshatriyas, he gave it in charity to Kasyapa Muni. Parashuram instructed Dhanuveda, or the science of fighting, to Drona Acharya, because he happened to be a Brahmana. He was present during the coronation of Maharaj Yudhisthira, and he celebrated the function along with other great rishis. Parashuram is so old that he met both Ram and Krishna at different times. He fought with Ram, but he accepted Krishna as the supreme personality of Godhead. He also praised Arjun when he saw him with Krishna. When Bhishma refused to marry Amba, who wanted him to become her husband, Amba met Parasharam and by her request only, he asked Bhishma Dev to accept her as his wife. Bhishma refused to obey his order. Although he was one of the spiritual masters of Bhishma Dev, Parasharam fought with Bhishma Dev when Bhishma neglected his warning. Both of them fought very severely. And at last, Parasharam was pleased with Bhishma and gave him the benediction of becoming the greatest fighter in the world. Next, we have Vasishta, the great celebrated sage among the Brahmanas, well known as the Brahmarshi Vasishta Deva. He is a prominent figure in both the Ramayana and Mahabharat periods. He celebrated the coronation ceremony of the personality of Godhead Sri Ram. He was present also on the Battle of Kurusetra. He could not, I'm sorry, he could approach all the higher and lower planets, and his name is also connected with the history of Hiranya Kasipu. There was a great tension between him and Vishvamitra, who wanted his Kamadinu, and that's his wish-filling cow. Vashishtamuni refused to spare his Kamadinu, and for this, Vishvamitra killed his 100 sons. As a perfect Brahmana, he tolerated the taunts of Vishvamitra. Once he tried to commit suicide on account of Vishvamitra's torture, but all his attempts were unsuccessful. He jumped from a hill, but the stones on which he fell became a stack of cotton. How about that? And thus he was saved. He jumped into the ocean, but the waves washed him ashore. He jumped into the river, 
but the river also washed him ashore. Thus, all his suicide attempts were unsuccessful. He is also one of the seven rishis and husband of Arundhati, the famous star. Let's see. The next attendant, Indrapamad, is described as another celebrated Rishi. Next attendant is Trita, one of the three sons of Prajapata Gautama. He was the third son, and his other two brothers were known as Ikat and Devita. All the brothers were great sages and strict followers of the principles of religion. By dint of severe penances, they were promoted to Brahmaloka, the planet where Brahmaji lives. Once, Tritamuni fell into a well. He was an organizing worker of many sacrifices. And as one of the great sages, he also came to show respect to Bhishmaji at his deathbed. He was one of the seven sages in the Varanaloka. He hailed from the western countries of the world. As such, most probably, he belonged to the European countries. At that time, the whole world was under one Vedic culture. So this takes away the thought of initially there being a separation. Initially, there was one Vedic culture, and over time, we have a separated universe or earth. Of course, there is a book out by um, a devotee in Michigan by the name of Srinandanand, and he goes into the description of how there was a separation, how various personalities went to different locations of the world. Well, everyone didn't necessarily end up in India. The next attendant, it's Gritsatmada, one of the sages of the heavenly kingdom. He was a close friend of Indra, the king of heaven, and was as great as Brihaspati. He used to visit the royal assembly of Maharaj Yudhisthira, and he also visited the place where Bhishma Dev breathed his last. Sometimes he explained the glories of Lord Shiva before Maharaj Yudhisthira. He was the son of Vita Havya, and he resembled in features the body of Indra. Sometimes the enemies of Indra mistook him to be Indra and arrested him. He was a great scholar of the Rigveda, and thus he was highly respected by the Brahmana community. He lived a life of celibacy and was powerful in every respect. Next we have Asita. There was a king of the same name, but herein, the Asita mentioned, is the Asita Devala Rishi, 
a great powerful sage of the time. He explained to his his father 1,500,000 verses from the Mahabharat. He was one of the members in the snake sacrifice of Maharaj Janamajaya. He was also present during the coronation ceremony of Maharaj Yudhisthira, along with other great rishis. He also gave Maharaj Yudhisthira instructions while he was on the Anjana Hill. He was also one of the devotees of Lord Shiva. Next we have Kashivan, one of the sons of Gotamamuni and the father of the great sage, Chanda Koshika. He was one of the members of parliament of Maharaj Yudhisthira. And next we have Atri. Atri Muni was a great Brahmana sage and was one of the mental sons of Brahmaji. Brahmaji is so powerful that simply by thinking of a son, he can have it. These sons are known as Manasa Putras. Out of the seven Manasa Putras of Brahmaji, and out of the seven great Brahmana sages, Atri was one. In his family, the great Prachitas were also born. Atrimuni had two Kshatriya sons who became kings. King Artama is one of them. He is counted as one of the 21 Prajapatis. His wife's name was Anasuya, and he helped Maharaj Pariksha in his great sacrifices. Next we have Koshika, one of the permanent Rishi members in the Royal Assembly of Maharaj Yudhisthira. He sometimes met Lord Krishna. There are several other sages of the same name. Sudarshana is the next attendant. And the last one mentioned here in text 67. Oh, this is interesting. This is how Sudarshana is described. This will, which is accepted by the personality of Godhead, Vishnu or Krishna, as his personal weapon, is the most powerful weapon, greater than the Brahmastras or similar other disastrous weapons. In some of the Vedic literatures, it is said that Agnidev, the fire god, presented this weapon to Lord Sri Krishna. But factually, this weapon is eternally carried by the Lord. Agnidev presented this weapon to Krishna in the same way that Rukmini was given by Maharaj Rukma to the Lord. The Lord accepts such presentations from his devotees. Even though such presentations are eternally his property, there is an elaborate description of this weapon in the Adaparva of the Mahabharat. Lord Sri Krishna used this weapon to kill Shishupala, a rival of the Lord. 
he also killed Shalva by this weapon. And sometimes he wanted his friend Arjun to use it to kill his enemies. And that's in Mahabharata, Virata Parva, 56, chapter, third text. Now this is interesting. We're listing the um, sages, the rishis, in attendance at the passing of Grandfather Bhishma Dev or Bhishma Dev. And it's interesting that Sudarshan is mentioned as being present. That is how the Sudarshan weapon, the significance of it, it is that powerful. And as I said, we are going through a description of the individuals that are present and that are honoring Sud, um, Bhishma Dev as he's passing. And as I mentioned earlier, it would be amazing for any of us that are here, for any of us that are listening, to have at least a tenth of this attendees, a sage, a a guru. Wouldn't it be great to have the guru there at the time of your soul's departure from the body? This is very important. And it also is a, uh, a description of a lesson that when one is departing from this world, to some degree he should be honored. And of course, definitely honored is if he is of the caliber of Bishmadev. Now, what was mentioned earlier in the text is the Pandavas attendance. And that's very important because eventually we'll understand why their attendance is important in the eyes of Bishmadev. These were his relatives, even though they were fighting on different sides. It tells us that even in the times of the Battle of Kurusetra, family fought against each other. It also lets us know that if we are part of that scenario, part of a family that's fighting, that at some point we should come to terms, that there should be some forgiveness that we should put all of the nonsense aside and we should come together. In every single line of the scriptures, there is a lesson. There is a lesson in honoring someone that's coming into the world. There is a lesson in honoring someone that's departing the world. And all through the scriptures, there is detailed description of how one should live their life. And I was trying to imagine, as I was mentioning these sages, as they're being presented in the attendance of Dev leaving his body, I was trying to imagine them coming 
to Bishma Dave and the conch shell blowing. This is a big moment. This is a very big moment. And it's worth going back to read again because we need to grasp how we celebrate each other. We need to understand that in each one of our lives, the people that we come across that have some position in our lives were put there for a reason. There are no incidents in whose paths we cross and who crosses our paths. But even though Bhishma Dave was adamantly, seriously fighting against his own relatives. We'll see in the next couple of texts how everything is resolved. And the, I would say the lesson in that is that no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what's going on in our lives, nothing is so important as anger, hatred, misunderstanding, arguments, even to the point of wanting to destroy each other. There is nothing so important to keep us from coming together. And that's the point I try to make from time to time when I'm given the opportunity to come before their lordships, especially at a time like this, is to stay focused on the Lord. We're going to see things that are going up and down like a roller coaster. We're going to see a lot of consistent inconsistency. We're going to see things that jumble our mind, that tamper with our sanity, but remember now, this is Kali Yug. So pretty much all that are here are very seasoned devotees. You know what to anticipate. Our goal right now is whatever we have that's good, whatever we have that we can share with someone else that pulls them together in the state of all of this confusion, and Bedlam, is to help them get through it. We're not trying to convert anyone, and I'm sure there's someone out there shaking their head like, are you sure? No, we're, we're really not trying to convert anyone. We're sharing solid, age-old principles, and they have worked since time immemorial. They will not work if we do not go according to the instructions of the Lord. It's not that you have to do what he stresses is important in your life. But he's known us lifetime after lifetime. He's taken care of us even when we didn't know who he was. 
And he doesn't really want anything from us. He just wants us to recognize that he really is our ever-well-wisher. That he notices when we go that extra step, that above and beyond step, that gets his attention. He also gives us free will to do whatever it is we choose to do. But there is a standard to living, even in the material world on the earth planet, and still feel as if you're in a heavenly situation. So the point I would like to make in closing is that reconsider the people that you're associated with. Reconsider whether or not they are representing your best interests, whether you're representing their best interests, whether you have really good association because now we are so separated. And if anyone can understand the importance of association, it should be us. It should be any bona fide spiritual group. It is important. No, we didn't come into the world with anyone else, but the point is we're all connected. We are all jointly connected. And now is the time for us to help each other, and we should take it seriously. So, as I said, we were going to describe the assembly of sages and rishis at the attendance of the passing away of Bhishma Dev. We will go on and go into depth before Bhishma Dev decides to leave his body. Yes, I did say decides to leave his body because he did actually get the blessing from his father. We cover that also, too, that he could determine when he was ready to die. So there's a reason why he's lying on this bed of arrows. And if you ever glimpse through the Srimad Bhagavatam, the book, you'll see they're piercing his body. Anyone else would have left their body. Bhishma Dev is sticking around for a particular point of particular interest to some of the attendants there. He has something really important to stress, not only to the Pandavas, but to Yudhisthira. So, we'll end at this point if there are no comments or inquiries. And we'll continue the next time on chapter, on text 8 of Canto 1, chapter 9. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Pramananda.